Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is entitled Beware of the Tailbearer. A tailbearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. That's from Proverbs 11 and 13. So, exactly what is a tailbearer? A tailbearer is defined as one who spreads malicious gossip or secrets that may cause harm or trouble. Other descriptive terms for the tailbearer include gossip, tattletale, informant, stool pigeon, or rat fink. The tailbearer often tells one side of a story to either gain favor or present his or her version of an account first. His presentation or her presentation is usually done to make oneself appear right or upright in a situation. Tailbearer could be a dangerous person because he may hide deep character flaws. The Bible presents such a person whose name was Doeg. That's D-O-E-G, Doeg. David wrote about Doeg in the 52nd chapter of Psalms. And in this psalm, Doeg is presented as a liar and a slanderer. David says he's boastful and treacherous, a deceiver for personal gain. He describes him as a lover of evil more than good, a lover of lies more than truth, and a lover of seeing others hurt. The story is presented in 1 Samuel 21 and 7, and then 1 Samuel 22 and 9 through 10. Doeg was the chief herdsman to Saul, and he was an Edomite. Doeg happened to be in the city of Nob on a particular day. David, who was running from the backslidden king Saul, also appeared in Dob on that very same day. It is noteworthy that David often ran first to prophets and priests for guidance and advice. On that day, he spoke to Ahimelech, who was the son of Ahitub, the tenth high priest in Aaron's line on that day. David had no idea of the suffering that his visit would cause to Ahimelech, to all of the priests, as well as their families. Let's read the scripture, 1 Samuel 21 and 1. Then came David to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David, and said unto him, Why art thou alone, and no man with thee? You see, Ahimelech only knew good things about David and his relationship with Saul, and he was very surprised to see him in Nob without men with him. After Samuel's time, priests were not accustomed to even having kings or princes or high officials come to visit them, so it made Ahimelech nervous when David appeared. He even asked David why he was alone. Actually, David was not alone, however. 
His men were in all likelihood hiding while he obtained food and weapons as they ran from Saul. Ahimelech only knew that David was the king's son-in-law, that he was a faithful servant to King Saul, so naturally he would do what he could to help David. Ahimelech helped David by giving him showbread to eat and giving him the sword that David used to kill Goliath in the valley of Elah. Unfortunately for all, Doeg was also there, and Doeg heard the entire encounter. King Saul, who was obsessed with the thought of the murder of David, accused his men of rebellion against him because they had not told him where David was. And then up pops that old tale bearer in 1 Samuel 21, 9 through 10. Let's read the scriptures. Then answered Dorg the Edomite who was set over the servants of Saul and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub. And he inquired of the Lord for him and gave him victuals and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Now, Doeg tells King Saul that David had been in the city of Nob, that Ahimelech had given him food and a weapon, and he even embellished his tale by saying that Ahimelech inquired of God for David. Conveniently for himself, He did not mention that Ahimelech thought David was still in right standing with Saul. And he certainly did not indicate that Ahimelech was innocent in all manners in dealing with David. That backslidden Saul became so angry about David's visit to Ahimelech that he sent Ahimelech and all of his family, all of the priests of Nob. And when they arrived, Saul accused Ahimelech of the following charges. He said, number one, you have conspired with David against me. That's verse 13. Number two, you have given him bread to sustain him in his rebellion against me. Number three, you have given him a sword so he could kill me. Number four, you have inquired of God for him so that he should rise against me to lie in wait to kill me as at this day. Ahimelech responded to Saul's charges in this way. He said, number one, I believed that David was the most faithful of all of your servants. That's verse 14. Number two, he said, I was only seeking to do good to your son-in-law. Number three, I believe that he was about your business as he told me. And David did tell him that he was about Saul's business in chapter 21, verse 2. Number four, he said, I, as all Israel, consider him to be honorable in your house. And number five, under these circumstances, it was only right to inquire of God for him as I would do for you. Verse 15. Number six, he said, I have done no wrong. Be it far from me. Let not the king impute sin to your servant on my father's house, for I only did that which was right. And number seven, he said, I was innocent and knew nothing more or less about any difference between you both or that he was fleeing from you. Saul, however, refused to hear Ahimelech and directed his soldiers to kill Ahimelech, the priest, and Ahimelech's family. 
However, his men refused to touch the man of God because they knew that there was not the slightest justice in the murder of the innocent priests. When they refused, the king turned to the tale-bearer, Doeg, and told him to murder the priests. The true character of Doeg stood out. He showed himself to be one of the most heartless executioners in history. Seeking the favor of Saul, he not only killed Ahimelech, the man of God, but he killed all 85 of the innocent, godly priests in the city. But he didn't stop there. This bloodthirsty man went on to kill all of the men, the women, the children, and animals of the city of Nob. Let's read verse 19. And Nob, the city of the priests, smote he with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and sucklings and oxen and asses and sheep with the edge of the sword. The Bible tells us that that dog even killed the suckling babies. Why did this evil man do these things? He did it to gain the favor of King Saul. This tale-bearer wanted to make himself look good in the eyes of an evil king. If he had simply kept quiet about what he saw, many innocent lives would have been spared. Providentially, Abiathar, one of Ahimelech's sons in the line of priests, was able to escape to David, and he told him all that had happened. And this is how David responded to that terrible news. David said unto Abiathar, this is verse 22. And David said unto Abiathar, I knew it that day when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house. His heart was absolutely broken. David then fully realized the danger of a talebearer. And we must also know their risk. There is a saying that if a dog brings a bone, he'll take one. If a talebearer will bring information about others, be aware of the fact that they'll take information about you to another, usually if it's convenient for them. The lesson presented is a hard lesson to learn about a backslidden king and an evil talebearer, but learn it we must. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 3 and 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So I say unto you tonight, be wise and beware of a talebearer. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word, for thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. That's Psalms 119 and 105. Lord, help me to never be a tailbearer and help me to remain free from the power of those who are tailbearers. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen.